sunshine Can't you just feel the moonshine Ain't it just like a friend of mine To hit me from behind Guess I'm gone to Carolina in my mind All right, Richmond, we're back with another action-packed edition of Views from the Treehouse, Central Virginia's most celebrated and award-winning podcast. Matt, did you know that, that we were award-winning? Uh, yeah, I was there, actually. I accepted the award. Oh, right. Uh, was there booze? There was a lot of it. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, at least in your hand, there was a lot of it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Andy Thompson. That's my co-host, Matt Perry. Uh, the odd couple of RVA podcasting. The Maury Povich to my Morton Downey Jr. Matt, how's Connie Chung doing this morning? <laughs> Connie is, it- is under the weather. Uh, she is feeling not only sick, but heartbroken because evidently you won't return her calls anymore. That's true. She should go to patient first for that. And it could be coronavirus. <laughs> no, it's a heartbreak, Andy. It's oh, heartbreak. It's, heartbreak. There's no... That's what you do. There's, there's no, no pill for that. There's no pill for that. <laughs> We're extremely excited uh, today to be joined by Ann Porch. Ann started the bicycle rental touring and excursion company Basket and Bike almost five years ago. Since then, she's shown hundreds of locals and tourists the beauty and history of the James River along Virgin- the Virginia Capitol Trail. Ann, welcome. Andy, Matt, great to be here. Awesome. So, um, we... Um, are here on a lovely Friday. Oh, gorgeous. It is gray, steely gray. It's a little chilly up here, but little. we've got the heat going. And it's a balmy 47. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you for joining us in the, in the freezing cold. Um, we've read in a couple of different places that you left the financial services world to start basket and bike. Could you give us sort of um, the thumbnail version of how you got from there to here? Sure, I will try. It's a, it's oh, no, it can a, be, it, it can be a large thumbnail. Maybe okay, you know, it's totally fine. I, I used to work in the uh, institutional fixed income business. Mm-hmm. If you think about stocks and bonds, right? Fixed income is the bond side, and okay. I was a bond salesperson. I worked, sold to corporations, money here managers in here in Richmond. Okay. Uh, first, I started out in 1994 at Signet Bank Capital Markets. Right. And, uh, of course, it's through the banking, mergers, et cetera. I ended up being a few different places. Mm-hmm. Spent the most of my, the bulk of my time at Morgan Keegan, okay. uh, which is now really Raymond James. Okay. Right? Worked on a trading floor. Uh, it was a little bit like a locker room environment. Uh, I was one of three women on the trading floor, so guys mostly guys. Yeah. It was fun. I, I have Nothing three. Nothing says, get me the hell out of here more than that. Right, maybe, <laughs> maybe so. Well, I have three brothers, so it was uh, okay, so yeah. uh, three older brothers. Okay. And it was, it was, we had a great time. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. But there, there came this point, I have two sons, and at the time they were four and six, and I knew I wanted to do something just a little bit more creative. I felt like the creative creativity part of my life I yeah. had not really focused on. It, uh, it was in there, but it, it, was it wasn't coming out of work. Right, obviously. exactly. Right. Uh, and I, I was looking for an outlet for that and to be able to show that to my children. Mm. I just had this sense that there was something more. Yep. And uh, I, I come from a very creative family. Spent oh, really? A, yeah, a, spent a lot of time outdoors. Um, we had... I have these three brothers, in fact, and my dad and my brother-in-law. I have a brother-in-law, a sister who was married when I was age two. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, those guys built my tree house, which was really like oh, a playhouse. Cool. Oh, I think cool. I sent you a picture of it. Yes, 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 yes. Remember that? that? Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was actually pretty sweet too. It was, it was great. It was up on, you know, creosote poles, I think. and oh, But it looked gosh. like a little Hansel and Gretel. Uh, <laughs> so it was that perfect. Cool. had a front porch. Uh, yeah. uh, this is growing up in North, is it in North Carolina. Carolina right? Yeah, I grew up in a small town called Sanford. And uh, my brother Paul, who's just two years older, had a big tree house right beside it, which was a big triangle. It didn't have a cover like this does. And uh-huh. I was only allowed up there when his friends weren't there. Nice. So, of course, you know. <laughs> right. um, but I grew up in Sanford. It's a small town between Raleigh and Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. And the out of doors was really our playground. You know, that was back in, I was born in 1969. I still right. get to say I was a child of the 60s. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so last year, last That's summer right. was a big year for me. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, right. Do, you, the, do the math. And you made it through. And I made it through. But um, uh, we were outside a lot. Yeah. I mean, most of my mother you know, blew a whistle when it was time for us to come home. Is that right? Yeah. She, and it that. was like one, like two beeps for my brother, Paul, and one for me, I think. I don't know, but... Morse code. Family. Yeah. Morse it's code. like the right. uh, uh, Von Trapps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Lisa. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, but my dad always, he, he was a builder, mm. engineer, architect, but he also was watercolor he wrote poetry he oh, grew no things oh, yes cool this is um that's he awesome. was great that's a renaissance man he was uh he passed away when i was 11 hmm. and it, it took me it wasn't until i had my own children and this whole when i left ended up thinking about leaving work a lot of it i think was built in this latent grief for him yeah yeah right? yeah um, for doing you know and realizing wow there's a lot more of him and me than i realized mm. right uh but he always would the homes we lived in a couple houses we moved when i was eight to a place called very close to pinehurst called seven lakes we lived on a lake mm. and my dad built that house as well and That's cool. we always had the lot beside it so there were always woods to to play in yeah and then on the lake there was certainly the lake to swim in and to um go fishing right it was just you know yeah ideal I, I feel like you're lucky to have we everyone's lucky to have someone in their life like that where that they, they live life so like fully that inspires you like when you get to be an adult you're like right wait a second that's my basis for comparison in your case your dad or whomever else in your life and you're like ah bonds trading is cool but like i feel like i you probably felt like you could live bigger right i think that's it now you i didn't know what that would mean so i in 2012 as I said, I kind of, it was around 2007. My children then were uh, f- four and six. And that's when I was like, I just want to do it. took me a while to get there. But yeah. I finally, in 2012, I just, I, I did leave. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that that had to be the, the step, if you will. And yeah. then I had a panic attack. That I had a great summer. You know, we, I left in May. Yeah hung out with the children did a lot of stuff by the river right and then that i had a panic attack uh and thought what have i done so i began looking okay i need to go back to work what should i do and i ended up going back into finance as a financial advisor but that was only lasted about two years okay Uh, but it gave me a great opportunity to run my own business as an because as a financial advisor a little bit more of an entrepreneur oh right yeah more independence right but I began to realize, wait a minute, I could sell something I really like. Mm-hmm, I mean, my mm-hmm. my whole right. past has been in sales. Uh, yeah, right. Have you ever had anybody sell you Cutco knives? 
Yes. Did you okay. used to do that? I did. After Country college, uh, I went to Wake Forest University. I was a politics major and ended up, I knew I wanted to maybe try to get over to Europe. So I, I actually worked in Paris um, for, as an au pair. Nice. Okay. Au pair. <laughs> but, and, and my favorite thing over there were always the gardens. Okay. It was living the outdoor life. Yes. Uh, and I can remember someone saying, why aren't you going to the, op- you know, the opera more or to, and I did the go Louvre. to the museums, but I love the Jardin de Luxembourg and uh, you right, know, right. The Luxembourg Gardens and just being outside and, mm. and, and sitting. The fact that you could sit in a cafe and nobody kicked you out. You could buy one cup of coffee and right. sit there for 10 hours yeah, and right. make you leave. That's very un-American. Right. But I got back and I had to find a job and two of my college girlfriends were living in Richmond and um, I'll never, I, so I got this job selling knives and I, it took me That's to amazing. Richmond. I asked for referrals. Who do you know in Richmond? But I came to visit Harriet and Marty and they were renting a house on the corner of Hanover and Meadow. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was in the summertime and I remember driving up and they're sitting on the front porch and it was just I loved all the, you know, the sidewalk cafes. Yeah, right, right. Talk about a great place to be. Right. So. A young adult. That was when I thought, Richmond's a pretty cool place. Yeah. And then, so I ended up moving up here just to kind of. And then once you decided that you, that um, financial planning and advising wasn't going to be it either. um, (laughs) Right. For like for the long term, like how. Well, like, what was that threshold moment like, and what did you think you were going to do when you left, and how, like, how did that, pl- you know, all play out? Right. I um, I had a feeling. I, I, one thing that really links back to starting basket and bike. There, there are a number of things. Yeah. But one of the key items. Um, another advisor and I, who uh, we were going to do a client event. Right. And it was at Roan, the women's clothing store. Right. I like fashion. That was kind of, but. We wanted to have Roan give back a percentage to a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and I suggested Capital Trees because I had this great passion. And so Susan Robertson gave us a tour of the low line, and I went back to my office in Riverfront Towers, right? And I wrote twenty ideas that I sent off to her about how things they could do for Capital Trees. Yeah. I also, by the way, was bringing fresh flowers into my office and thinking a lot about like how does the coffee presentation look for when my clients come? Hospitality is something I enjoy. But that was kind of that aha moment. Uh You really want to be doing something that is tied to the environment. Right. It's tied to nature. And once Mm. when I sent off that, and that was probably, that was, I think, September of 2015. Okay. Okay, what else was happening September 2015? You guys remember? Yeah, the bike race. Yeah. The big world championships. So the UCI bike race was coming to Richmond. It was the first time it had been in the United States God, since the so late fun. 80s. Wasn't it great? So fun. And every all of a sudden, people were biking in Richmond right. as, um, as a mode of transportation. Right. And that's something I've, not a lot, like I wasn't biking to work, but I would bike to the farmer's market, right. to the grocery store, yeah. or right. to a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And... I had a bike with a basket on the front because, right. you know, that was fun. And that's it was kind of my, that's, that's my, that's you know, kind of totally. ties in that f- love of French things. Right, with and, the big baguette sticking yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, can, you can picture it. That's it. <laughs> little bouquet of flowers. Uh, exactly. There you go. Right. Uh, so that kind of, all those things started kind of circling together. And I, we, but I love it. You guys really play a big part in, um, believe it or not, Matt. Riverside Some Outfitters. Excited. 
That's plays a sure. big part in That's starting right. Baskin and Bike. That's, That's right. Sure we yeah. this. <laughs> you may How? or may Pray not tell. know this. How? I don't think I've ever told you. <laughs> uh, but so the summer of 2015, before the UCI got here, right? And so that you'd been seeing people biking, but our children uh, were off at camp. These, my, our two sons were at a sleepaway camp, right? And my husband and I decided to go and do a whitewater paddleboarding nice. tour through Riverside Outfitters. Awesome. And it was really awesome. a lot of fun. And we got out there, had a great time. And I remember, you know how we halfway, we stop on a little island. Yeah, right? by Choo Choo, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you give us a little bit of trail mix in a cup. Is it Cooper's Dixie Island? Cup. Which, which island is it? Uh, just the rocks right next the rock island right next, right to, next to Cooper's. Um, right next to Choo Choo, the drop there. Okay. You know? Yeah. And a little bit of water, a little bit of trail mix, and a right. Dixie cup, and then we get back. A little bit of water, Matt. We could probably be more generous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, it was it was 2015. And then we got on the. We, but you did give us beer at the end. So then we got Ooh, on the. Right. You know, we got on the. Uh, on your on the bus, right. went back to your the headquarters. Right. And. You know, the cooler gets opened up, grab a beer, hang out. And so we're hanging out with people we had just met that we'd yeah. done this experience, right. had this experience with. Yep. And my mind's thinking, you know, the next day, my husband and I went out on the Virginia Capitol Trail. Now, it had not officially opened. It yeah, opened so pretty early, right? Right. It opened yeah. officially November of 15. Okay. But we went out to a stretch that had already been completed uh out in charles city yep it's really a beautiful part of mm-hmm. of the trail right. and we parked at herring creek trailhead right near berkeley and westover plantation yeah and we biked seven miles to um to charles city courthouse yeah we packed i packed a snack for our baskets right. so a few nuts yes. and um Absolutely. an apple and we I kind of wanted to stop, you know, honestly, I wanted to stop at Cole's. The uh, restaurant that's right. there. Right, Cole's yeah. Courthouse Grill. We looked in. I was like, that looks really cute. It is. My a, hus- it's cute, right? Isn't it great? And you can, I love how people bike out there now on I the know, trail. Right. I know. But my husband's pretty frugal. And he's like, yeah, oh, this, you know, this snack is fine. So we right. bike back. Yeah. And at the end, I'm like, I'm hungry. And wouldn't it be nice to have a lunch and a glass of wine or something? Right, right. After doing this. So yeah. that's, again, the ideas start ticking. And I was hanging out with some friends, was telling them, asked them really, have you been out on the trail yet? Mm. And um, most everyone I was talking to had not, but they were curious about it. Yeah. And I don't know where to go, how to start. And they yeah. said, you should plan something. I was like, I could pack a, you know, I could pack a picnic lunch. And they're like, yeah, you should plan. I'm like, would you pay me? <laughs> and like, yes. So that is when. That's the green light. That's, that's right. That's the green light. That's moment. the green light. <laughs> yep. So then by the next spring of 2016, you've got a business. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so I that, left and um, I went and tried out our first bikes uh, okay. in uh, October. I left October 31st. And I remember I left dro- the, the financial services, services world. world. Halloween. Halloween. Day of the dead. Good day. I packed up my car, drove out to Upper Shirley Vineyards, right. which was still under construction. Mm. Had my first meeting with the owners, okay. Taylor and Susie Dameron, and kind of shared with them my vision of Baskin and Bike. By then, I'd, it had kind of, I had this vision now. Yeah. And they were building this restaurant. It was perfect timing, right on the river. Right. Great food. Their chef, Carl Bannister, just prepares, you know, incredible right great pimento cheese mm, so good wine but we anyway we baguette <laughs> back to the baguette always right. right but we um and and they were interested 
And so that is... That's the genesis that's of it. That's the genesis. So before, I, I'm, I'm dying to get into like, so how's it been? How's it grown? Right. But before we do that, just like to give everyone an idea for like, what is it? Like, what's the experience? Like, put us on a bike and, and take us on one of your tours. Sure. Absolutely. Um, you drive. A lot of people think it starts in Richmond, and, and certainly that's something we could do. But our signature ride yeah. begins and ends at Upper Shirley Vineyards. Okay. So you'll get in your car, or you can bike if you want to do extra biking. But mm-hmm. you come on out to Upper Shirley. It's only 25 minutes from downtown Richmond. Yeah, it's right. a really that's a great ride. It's too. a great ride. Yeah. It's beautiful. You know, you're everyone. You know, to a fault. I feel like tells me my blood pressure drops as I'm driving out there. Right. Yeah. So just <laughs> right. even the experience five, of getting yeah. out there on Route Five. Yeah, five. Yeah. But you arrive, and as you you look at this beautiful low country uh, kind of low low country style building white building with the wide veranda and staircase the bikes with their baskets Mm -hmm. are lined up in front right and let's say the two of you come and there's a group of four people and maybe two more people so you're in a mixed group of eight people Mm -hmm. and you have a snack once again for your basket and i roast pecans because they're a few things my mother always gave pecans as a um, christmas gift i love it aren't they great they're um they're a beauty food. They're good for your complexion. Okay. But what's really cool is Shirley Plantation, one, you know, the oldest family farm in America. Right. Has a pecan grove. Oh, no kidding. Oh, and cool. so pretty soon the pecans I serve will be from them and uh, not Kroger. Yeah, that's awesome. They're not quite in production. But, yeah. uh, but you have that ready. We get you outfitted with a helmet. And, um, and we talk about safety as well as just how the bikes work, which mm-hmm. we have three speed bikes by priority. They are a bike business out of uh, New York. Okay. okay. And they did a Kickstarter campaign a few years ago to bring this bike to market as a, uh, it kind of upends how you purchase bikes, let's mm. say. It's a great lightweight, mm. uh, puncture resistant tires. Right. You pedal backwards. So. We talk about the bikes, but then so we the head out. the brakes are actually pedal brakes. They're pedal brakes. Right. Old, Thank old, you. Old, I always say you pedal backwards. No, now I have what to say. I'm going to call it pedal brakes. Old school. I love it. Uh, there's a bell on your bike as well. That's of awesome. So yeah. People like that. And I had a few yeah. where they'd fallen off, and people are always upset when they don't have a bell. Does. <laughs> so I made sure when we're, you know, we're getting them all ready for yeah. next spring. They right. all have, every bike yeah. has a bell now. But we head out and stop along the way. Uh, and the stretch that we take, we head east on the trail. Right. And it's a seven-mile stretch that is goes just through some beautiful fields. Mm. Uh, we stop in front of the vineyard first and tell the story, really, of the James River. Right. And sort of the ecological um, history, the, the natural ecological, history. From the right. ecological, the natural history that ties in that interest I have in the environment, but also our history. Uh, I think they both um, coexist and can, you know, join together. Uh, but we talk about from the ecological formations of the James River uh, yeah, right, yeah. through the Native Americans who were here 15,000 years before the first settlers would arrive yeah. in 1607 uh, to the first settlers. Uh, and then um, on through today, you know, we, we really take you up to about when Lincoln came up the river, which was um, mm-hmm. right two weeks before he died at the end of the um, Civil War. Okay, right. right. Uh, and, you know, there's so much deep, deep history yeah. along Route 5. So it's mostly a history tour, it sounds like? but I- It's both. I really try to weave both into it. Um, we know when we're talking about the Native Americans, which is probably my favorite kind of part, um, 
you know, I base a lot of the stories. I have to kind of do it aside. I base a lot of the stories on this, on a really beautiful book uh, written by a friend, uh, Bob Deans. It's okay. called The River Where America Began, A okay. Journey Along the James. <clears throat> he wrote it uh, in conjunction with the 400th anniversary of Jamestown, which happened right, right. in 2007. 2007. Uh, his chapter on the Native Americans, I mean, it's, again, woven throughout the book, but Yokanta, which mm. is what they used to call the river, okay. um, it's just beautiful. But I think the Native American reverence for mystery, for spirituality of right. nature, uh, and I'm glad that I feel like people today, as we get into mindfulness, are beginning to appreciate that there's real energy in nature, yeah. in the trees, that earth is really breathing with us. So I try to weave that into the tours so that when we stop, we are, you know, we stop in front of V.C. Rice River Center also. Right. And there's this great tie-in to where, you know, um, what they're doing today to improve the health of the river. Sure. Uh, birds like the Prothonotoy warbler that nest in the trees around V.C. Rice River right. Center. Um, and we talk about what's happening today in the environment, So, I, I, as well as a, what was happening in 1619. So it's a history tour, an environment tour, and mm. then do people come back at the end and have uh, food and wine? Yes, thanks for asking. I, I, I can get caught up in the weeds and to right, tell right. you, I mean, I could sit no, here and just give you the tour. That's the part that I want to oh, talk, no. I, I, yeah, it's great. Okay, one of my sides before I tell you. Yes, yeah, Matt, you do you get... want to hear about the wine? Yeah, yeah. you know, wine, schmine, yeah, I mean, you, you, uh, like uh, like you, you've drinking one bottle of Manischewitz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you drank them all. Drank them yeah. all. Well, and you know what? We'll the. I'm going to make an aside. You do get wine. You do get food if you want to. You right. can just have wine. Right. Um. And, but at VC Rice River Center, one of the things we'll talk about. Like I originally wanted, and I have a conservation tour that will take you up there. That's only about a six mile tour. Right. Okay. But we can bike there. So maybe this is my chance to say, hey, all of you listening, call me and say, I want to do your conservation tour. Right on. Right. But we'll take you right up to VC Rice River Center. It has right. to be a weekday because they're not open on weekends. Right. Okay. But the great people there will give them a tour of the center. Oh, that's cool. Talk about what they're doing, which is amazing. And a lot of people don't know that place exists. And then we bike back and again, it still can end with wine right. and food. Uh, when I was starting this, one of my good friends though said, I, I said, there's the wine tour and the conservation tour. And she said, I know you really want to do the conservation tour, but I think everybody's really going to want the wine tour. Right. <laughs> so I, See, said, I, I told you, Matt. Damn, marketing. <laughs> it's the man of Shevitz. But what I was going to tell for. you right there, we talked about birds. I mean, do you know that we have 40% fewer songbirds than we had in 1969? Or yeah, I've read things like that. Yeah. The number is that So I, I try to, I don't want to depress people, but I, I add little nuggets like that. Just, to, you know, again, I, we're just at a point where we are needing to pay attention. Yeah, right. right. But we do. We Once we get seven miles out, which is our turnaround point, is Westover Parish Church. Right. And for those who are concerned, uh, we can get you into the bathroom there so there uh, you know yeah, there is a yeah, good yeah, little yeah, yeah. like spot there where yeah. we can walk around sometimes we actually can walk down to the creek herring creek and see the water uh, we go into the church sometimes and right. um that then we turn around and bike back to okay. the vineyard wine tasting is included or a glass of wine with this particular right. tour and you can pre-purchase lunch stay for lunch at the vineyard, looking at the at the river, you can also, uh, we started a couple years ago, offering picnics as a part. You oh, need nice. to be a group of six or more, mm -hmm. but if you have a group, 
you can plan a beautiful like a catered picnic a catered i mean it's they have two kinds basket to blanket or a really full-blown with a low low table you're sitting on cushions with flowers and linen that's ridiculous but it's why haven't we done yes why haven't you taken me out there gaze longingly (laughs) my eyes matt All all right this sounds amazing don't get me wrong but um I want to hear about the business side of this. You've been doing it for four years now. Right. What's the growth curve been like? Uh, You know, what are you seeing in terms of customers, capital trail usage? I'm just curious. What's what's different now than five years ago? When I knew that it had had really changed was when I started getting people I didn't know. You know, the first year I was like, my friends came out and then they invited somebody. But it's been... I just, I've had repeat customers. That's cool. So someone comes out maybe with their, they've done a team building group with their group. So we do some custom tours to team building, but then they'll come back with their family. Um, It's a great multi-generational experience. So you've got teenagers with their parents and their grandparents, um, and it can be a, a great experience for them. But I have... I should have my numbers right here. We have seen over 400 people this year do the tours. We've seen a steady climb. We've seen a, just this past year, just this past year, a right. steady climb with um, rentals. We also offer bike rentals. Okay. That's growing. And but I'm at a point where, in order for it to grow more, I have to, in you know, find more investment to make it happen. Interesting. Uh, so I have thought about doing like a, for more bikes. We'll, GoFundMe campaign. Well, a little more support. Uh, okay. I'm still pretty much the only tour guide. I have had okay. other tour guides who've been great, um, but come and go. But I've never had like I've never had a full force effort to go out and hire tour guides. Yeah, that's right. I have um, a downtown tour as well, and I have a great guy that can help me lead that one. Okay. But I could see so right I, if I offered this tour Wednesday, Thursday, you know, five days a week. Yeah, um, you need some help. Right. Right. Yeah, it's but hard I, to be, it's, I mean, it's hard to be, you know, chief financial officer, chief operating officer, chief marketing officer, chief marketing officer, right. and the one who's out there doing like executing, the right. yeah, executing right. on the on the tours. But it's it's grown at kind of a pace that's good. My children are still home. I have one who will yeah. be headed off to college in a couple years. Um, and so sounds like a young tour guide. Yes, right? I know, and they have been <laughs> great. So they have been great help. Uh, you know, helping me with this. I will I, the. The most, I shouldn't say it's surprising, but it, it really feels great. We are number five out of 28 outdoor activities on TripAdvisor in Richmond. And that's really cool. I mean, that's kind of, number and so five. Uh, number five. It's fantastic. So uh, clearly, and, and is that from specific marketing yeah. efforts or is that mostly word of mouth? I know you've gotten some good press in different publications. I've been really fortunate with the uh, press that I've gotten. Right. Uh, people finding out about it a lot of it's word of mouth and then of course social media the only um i mean it's expensive to do print ads as you know uh and i've tried that and i try um when i do advertise it's usually just facebook Mm -hmm. or um you know that one seemed to do well so let me promote it you know hey do you want to promote this okay yeah yeah. let me boost that one i could have a more targeted um I know approach. I mean, having been in the business world, right. I, I know some of the things that I need to be doing, and um, that's tough though sometimes when you're running, you doing everything. all these different things. Yeah. So, so, so you hear from people who are, you know, passionate about a given 
thing in, in our case could be you know outdoor adventure touring whatever environment and they're so passionate about it that they want to do it for a living and they want to start a business um, that focuses on that and then they they their heart is almost broken because they the business side of things takes them away from doing the, the actual the thing. actual right yeah the actual experience or the actual product or service the thing that got them so excited about it in the first place are you in a place i mean are you in a place where you feel like that's a risk and how are you going to deal with that uh definitely i um you know it's funny our season runs april 1st through <clears throat> excuse me november 30th right. and so that's kind of our and december's pretty busy selling gift certificates and yeah, sure. um, product a little bit of product that we sell our baskets um right cute cute trucker hats yeah. with our logo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if I could sell food, I would love to. <laughs> I want to be cooking and so, you know, that's yeah, the trouble. I, I get that. <clears throat> but January has become like a favorite month for me. Right. Uh, particularly this year. Thank you, Lynn, because I now have a bookkeeper. Nice. Last uh, January, I was, I, of course, was trying to do all the bookkeeping stuff at the last, you know, the whole everything all in January, yeah, which is right. not smart. But it's a nice quiet time when I can really listen to the birds early in the morning. Do some podcasts. Do some, right, do yeah, podcasts. Right. But I think you guys know I've written a couple books of poetry. Yeah. And they're nature-based. One of the things that I've – I don't write as much as I used to. Right. I feel like um, because I'm busy doing the tour. Yeah. And, or not – and by that, working with Basket and Bike. And sure. I love it. I mean, yeah. I like a lot of different things. But that's something – and but that's an important part. I would love to have a more consistent journal post or blog, right. if you will. Mm-hmm. I post every, you know, once in a while. But I know it's important to try to be consistent. Right. Um, it, it feels like there's this common thread from the part, even the part of your financial services jobs that you connected with most or liked most, um, and the work that you're doing with um, basket and bike and the poetry that you're writing it feels like there is this um i don't know this undercurrent of like connection um that seems really important to you um and so i'm just curious if like if you could talk about that thanks um there is i I think i was looking for connection and my my life felt i think i heard somebody on your podcast say something about i feel like i was living two lives yeah 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 yeah. um I think I kind of felt like I was living these different lives. I was from North Carolina. I'm not originally from here. And yeah. even though I've been here since 1992. Um, That's a long time. Yeah, it's been a if long time. 28 here since years. 1792. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bunch of carpet baggers. Hey, not in her case, but no, in her case. In our yeah, case. Right. <laughs> yeah, what are you if you're from yeah. further south? Yeah. I don't know. That's well, it's that. um you're you're exactly right but i felt you know when i when i was growing up everyone everyone knew at least in my small world who herb gibson was that's my dad and uh who's herb you're you're herb gibson's daughter but here it was and i so connection was important and i know that and multi-generational connection was important Mm. i grew up with parents who were 45 when i was born yeah i'm one of five uh and same parents had five children and i'm the youngest and i wanted that kind of connection as well so how that got me here i'm not sure and i don't think i knew that's what i was looking for yeah you you don't really know that that's kind of what you're looking for but it began to be apparent when 
I wanted all my worlds to be connected. Mm. So my friend over here who I know through this, you know, and my friend who likes to do nature, my friend who's in my book club and, right. you know, the 80 year old woman in my church that I talk to. Yeah. Um, and my children, and I wanted them involved in that world. I mean, I grew up with a lot of going on, obviously, being yeah. in a large family. Yeah. And this has enabled me to do that. Tell us more about your poetry. So, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I started journaling about the same time. I was thinking I want to, um, again, growing up outside like I did, I wanted my children to experience that. And as we all know, with technology, getting our children outside yeah, it's can be it's, it can be hard. And you know, I, you know, my poor son, Henry, I, I remember he was four and I would make him just, he'd want to come back in the house and say, no, you can't come in. <laughs> right. I'm not worried about stranger danger. Just, you know, you got to stay out. Um, yeah. but it's cold out here, Mom. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with, I began writing, uh, and it seemed to be a great way to parse out, you know, my dad passed away when I was 11. And I think it was when I was older that I recognized that I missed him and missed him being there for my children he used to he's the one that taught me how to watercolor how to fish uh how to grow things he would you know he planted marigolds to be around the tomato plants and talk you know would show me the seeds like he 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 introduced me to so much so i wanted them he sounds amazing thank you to, to to have have that and so i began writing and it was just, and it was at some point that it wasn't just like a diary. Mm, right. oh, I'm going to the store. Today I did this. <laughs> yeah, right. Today I went to um, Views from the Treehouse. Why and poetry, it, though, as opposed to any other? Um, it outlet. became, as I began to look at my journal entries, they became a little more literary, if you will. Mm-hmm. I like words. So I like finding a different word to right. use in the place. And it was, uh, nature seemed to be the great um, metaphor. Right for some of the feelings I was having. And yeah. I always felt so much more alive right. when I was outside. My favorite room in my house is our screen porch where a lot of this was written. Yeah. So it turned into poetry and I began sending off, um, I mean, I can't remember, maybe in 2011, I sent off what is now this book off to- That book, for those who so, listening home, it's called <clears throat> Flight. That's, that was your first book of poetry? Right, my first book of poetry is called Flight of of butterflies and robins and other winged dreams okay uh, it was published locally by brandy lane publishers and their imprint bell isle books okay uh and i it's funny when i asked them about publishing this which it is i sent it off to a couple of contests didn't get anything right uh i did win an award for lyrics to a song which is in my new book of poetry oh, cool. which I'll that's talk cool about. and All we'll right. talk about that and we'll come back to that yeah but I, I, I like the fact that Belle Isle Books moniker is a great blue heron, which I think of as my, well, it's my totem animal. Right. Yeah. And, um, do you have a poem that, 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 so, you, that you wouldn't mind reading us? Sure. I'd be, I'd be happy to, um, since this is Richmond based and we're talking about being outside, I'll right. share with you, uh, Maymont. I'm sure okay. a lot of people have been to Maymont. Okay. Clear and cool today. Mallards and geese enjoy the sun that warms their heads and backs. Warmth contrasts the water chilled by an overnight front. A woman paints a blazing tree, russet and gold against a glistening sapphire sky. She wears a peach straw hat. She is beauty to me. She is slowing to savor God's creation. She speaks to my child. A warm sunny stone becomes our bed. 
We rest our heads and lie quite still, happy to be together, alone in the woods, mother and son. His downy hair feels soft between my fingers, upon my breast, agile and spunky now as he climbs the rocks, expert foot placement, relishing the climb, ducking into secret damp paths behind a wall of bamboo we sit. We hide from others, we laugh with our eyes, we share our secret well. Soup is made of leaf and twig. Thus nourished, we rejoin the world in stealth behavior. Again, I think, I want to be here again with you, to do this again with you, to be this free with you, this outside with you, my beloved child. Good mm, Lord, that is cool. good. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that is, yeah, I, I, I can't help but feel like, um, like there is this creative, this creative being, this creativity and this um, drive um, inside you that maybe it's taken lots of different forms um, through your adult life, at least the parts that you shared with us, but that it, um, it, it is like just like erupting at this point in your life. And um, it, it is like connecting people to beauty and to love in many different ways. Um, I mean, Damn, just keep doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think we talked about the connection. You asked me about connection. And if you think about it, connection really is another word for love. Yeah. Uh, right. We talk about that, and I'm in a meditation group. And um, that's it, it really is. And that's what it's all about, right? The yeah. whole, and the, the earth has so much to right. give to us. But we also, we owe it to the earth to give back. And talking to you, it's it seems natural that that would be reflected in your business, right? You know, it's not yeah. just yeah. How could it hey, not, come rent right? these bikes and like you know? But it's clearly more like the connection part is actually um, what is what you're after with right. your business. Well, you know, all all businesses have to have we have taglines, right? And right. ours is ride, savor, connect, right? <laughs> and I know when we were looking at it, the it was suggested maybe to use ride, save, or share. Uh, but as I looked at it, I thought, you know, when you share something, you you take it away. Um, you know, thanks. You some, and then you go away right, yeah. and you, you have something. But when you connect, right. that connection is kept. Yes. Right. It's and like the thread. Imagine. You mentioned thread. I mean, that's a, the thread is there. And if we can connect, you know, each other, uh, and that, that goes not just with nature, but it goes with... Um, inclusion mm-hmm. uh, of the whole world, and you know, we all, whoever we are, we're all on this planet together. Right, and we're all really one. I'm going to get woo woo with you. But, <laughs> uh, is there? Do you have a favorite connection story? I would imagine you've you've done most of the tours yourself. It sounds like, or a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you know, uh, a tourist from out of town, or <laughs> someone who was particularly affected. I'm, you know, there's always Matt's always got. He's got great stories of different, you know, Riverside yeah. customers over the years. I had a really great, and I, I do want to add, when you mentioned that I've led a lot, most of the tours, and I have, but I have had a lot of help. So if I have a group of, say, more than 10 people, right. I always have a sweep. And right. I have mm-hmm. a great group of friends who've been volunteers and other paid, you know, guides who've sure. worked with me. Yeah. But uh, some friends who, who thank you, you know who you are, <laughs> who've come out and helped me sure. and, you know, gotten the bike set up and ridden along. As far as a great story, uh, there were these two women that came on the tour. This was actually my first year. And 
as we're riding along and get to know about them, well, one of them, they're both in the military. And one of the women had just returned from Guantanamo Bay. She lives in Hawaii and she'd been away. She has two young children, a baby, nine month old, she had, or a, a young child she had not seen in nine months, I believe. Okay, okay. Uh, believe they have to, um, soldiers who've been at, at Guantanamo Bay have to come through Norfolk to do the processing. Okay. So they came on this tour for, they had a weekend, they had to wait, came to Richmond, came on the tour. And that was pretty special. She said, gosh, this was like having a spa treatment or a bit better. <laughs> right. But what was really cool is, I mean, you may or may not know that um, TAPS was written at Berkeley Plantation. Really? Which has been, you know, that. day is done, gone the sun. That was during the Civil War. Okay. Uh, that TAPS was written um, and it was 1862. Right. So that's been that the you know close of day for American soldiers ever since. So she really enjoyed it, and then she told some friends about it. And that November, those friends came, uh, three different who were going across the country, came on the tour uh, during their processing, if you will. And someone else that was on the tour was one of my friends, Kay Tyler, who has helped me a lot with my tours. Her family in Sherwood Forest Plantation, mm-hmm. and we were out on the tour together. And they were, it was right before Thanksgiving. She didn't, she called me after we all ate together. So we shared a meal when we got back from the tour. Do you know if those folks made it home or not? I'd love to invite them to Sherwood Forest for Thanksgiving. And that spoke a lot to me. Yeah. Here she is. And, and I don't know for you listeners out there, if you knew that Virginia is home, uh, Berkeley Plantation was home of the first Thanksgiving in 1619. But here you have the uh, the former home of John, President John Tyler, our president of our country, yes. and inviting these three soldiers in, um, present-day soldiers in, for yeah. a meal to spend their Thanksgiving if they didn't make it home. I don't know. That, that was really special. Yeah, I do want to create. Awesome. I mean, could be strangers become <clears throat> part of that hole you're talking about. Right. You know, uh, that's awesome. I think that's a great story to end on. It is. That's a yeah. cool, that's a cool one. Um, are you ready for? You've listened to countless. many of our countless Uh-oh. of these podcasts. Are you ready for our our traditional ending? Sure, I you think f- I'm ready. I, <laughs> questions? Right. You ready for yes. five questions? Yes. Okay. Okay. So. okay. Ready? Rapid um, fire. I don't know. This is it. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm ready. Spite, ready. Spiders or rams? Spiders. Why? University of Richmond, right? Yes. Or, but well, really know. spiders. I was, Ralph, I where, really, where it's really, animals? I have a, I have, right. um, I went to Wake Forest, so not Carolina. You know, that's where Rams, I kind of have a, you know, <laughs> okay. I can't, so, I can't like, like the Rams, but okay. um, um, spiders make beautiful uh, spider webs too. Okay. Right? They, do. they do. I've enjoyed uh, our guests who focus on the, the animals as Instead opposed the to the, the, the schools. Yes. It's good. It so I'm sorry that you, I didn't. No, it tells you where they're coming from. I agree. You know, Ralph, well, you can't, you can't do worse than Ralph, right? No. What did he choice. say? He talked about arachnids. Arachnids, He chose yes. spiders. Yeah. But yeah, the, I just love that it wasn't even in his, like, the realm of thinking. Well, we mine was because I was, mine was because I'd heard your questions. So. Oh, right. <laughs> well, we might have to change these questions. Yeah, you know, up. you might right. have to, right? All right, no, what are you right. currently binge watching? Ah, or binge Outlander. Oh, nice. All right, so what is your favorite, um... What is your favorite curse word? 
Maird. Oh, that's right. You were an au pair, ah, an au pair in France. <laughs> Roughly translates to, I'm guessing, Shisa? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Matt, we wouldn't curse on this podcast. No, no never. Um, all right, what is your favorite, uh, this is a good one for you, a favorite local uh, beer, wine, spirit? Cider. Cider. I have to say Upper Shirley wine. Uh, all right, set, take uh, Upper Shirley. Uh, that yeah, take that them out. Okay, they're if in Charles City, so them. Richmond. Um, right. Are you a beer drinker? Not as much as I used to be. Okay. So, so um, I'm probably, I'm, 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 I tried Blue Bee Cider recently oh, yeah. and okay. I really liked it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, the place in Scott, the, yeah. were you in Scott's Edition? Scott's Edition. You tried it? Yes, yeah. I was. It's a great oh, cool. property. That building is amazing. It's oh, great. It's just, cool. I like something with effervescence. Okay. Uh, right, right. Uh, I mean, I'm a big, you know, usually I have sparkling water all the time and right. that kind of thing. Champagne, all that good yeah, stuff. Rose, yeah, rosé, sparkling rosé. Right. Or, Okay, so when you are done drinking all your sparkling rosé and yeah. <laughs> um, you are 100 and something years old, you do die. Right, um, yes. At least you're f- physically. Right. Um, you die. Um, and when you meet St. Peter at the Pearly Gates, what would you like to hear him say to kind of welcome you and sum things up for you? Welcome home, my child. Ain't it like most people?